Alright, Joey, so what is this? This is a bonus block. You seem very excited, Johnny. Bonus block, Joey. Uh, any new listeners out there who don't know what a bonus block is, it is just an episode where we kind of sit around shit. and shoot the shit. Because I like saying shoot the shit. Um, and we have guns, so we can make that possible. <laughs> um, so usually uh, we bring you news, um, but we also can't record every week. So... We also bring you some, uh, just some chitter chatter, pitter patter, some lame Whatever. shit that you guys don't listen to. Yeah, you know. So, just saying. So, um, I was just saying. We just kind of talk about some stuff, um, things we've been doing. Maybe not even things we've been doing, just opinions we have. Opinions we have on video games, opinions we have on movies, opinions we have on you. each other's opinions. Um, and the fact that you guys are wasting your lives listening to us. Maybe don't say that. Okay. <laughs> Our <laughs> listenership is already low enough, as it is. Because um, they're losers. We're just wasting their lives, and that's my opinion on you. I think we're the losers. Yeah, you're probably right. So <laughs> I think how that's pretty much like our ongoing, at least my ongoing joke is that we're just kind of two assholes who are losers who are just like doing whatever. Yeah. And I get depressed when I think about how true it is for myself. And you're just like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to kill myself. Because now I just feel bad. <laughs> and now I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to. I know, hurt my own feelings. I bullied myself. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to roll up in a ball um, in my bed and I'm just going to you know, listen to YouTube videos until I fall asleep and then I'm going to wake up and do the same thing all day and you know, use my own tears as lubricant. The usual. Lubricant, not even to, not even to rub one out, but just to get out of your own chair. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, like, I just got to slather myself up sometimes, you know, like a big old grease pig. <laughs> Yum, like a pig. E. So, um, before this episode has complete dead air, I think we should start off on a topic, Joey. Okay. Um, first topic is something I was thinking about um, earlier this week. Um, so, by the time we're recording this, Oculus Rift will be out. No shit. Yeah, it'll be out um, limitedly because they're kind of sending it out in waves. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe if you like order before this date, you'll get it now. If you order between like X date and X date, you'll get it second wave and you'll get one in May. Uh, yeah, so the Oculus Rift is out. Um, the Vive is coming out, uh, I believe, real soon here. And then I keep PlayStation. on thinking you say vibe instead of vibe. Huh? I keep on thinking you're saying vibe instead of vibe. And I just keep on thinking, Johnny, this is not the kind of technology we're talking about right now. <laughs> um, and then we have the uh, PlayStation VR coming out um, in October. So mm-hmm. kind of soon here. Uh, relatively soon. Um, I th- I was thinking about it, and I'm wondering if we're going to have a similar backlash to video games that we had 
back when video games were first getting started, like right around the time when the uh, rating system first started coming in. <laughs> you know how Mortal Kombat came out and everybody pretty much freaked out. Was yeah. like, there needs, there needs to shit. be laws against this. And or like, Joe this Lieberman. is insane. Um, I'm wondering if uh, VR will bring... Uh, a similar kind of backlash where it's just going to be like the youth is wasting their lives in virtual reality and we do that now with like Facebook yeah and Instagram and all the other bullshit social media so it's like but I'm just not like like that people are going to be okay with Facebook and social media because old people use it too I don't see old people using VR as much and it's going to be one of those things where we have to wait for a couple milestones, like the first person to die in VR. That's going to be a big deal. And every every news center in the world is going to run a story on man dies in VR. And, you know, OK, if, if you if you die because of VR, you probably should deserve to die. Just saying, like if you have just a heart, saying, if you have like a heart condition or something, it's gonna be like the first person to do VR, and then they're gonna be fucking scared of shit and have a heart attack or something. That's how I see the first death in VR happening. Um, you're gonna have the first kid that's going to refuse to go to school and just wants to live strictly in VR. That's gonna be another big story. Oh no, dating sims are going to be horrible. <laughs> Japanese kids will not leave their rooms. And um, we're waiting for the news story that's going to say, man was robbed while using VR. <laughs> that's going to be another big one. Um, all of these are men, because men are the only ones dumb enough to have all this shit happen to them. Pretty much. Our lives uh, are shitty enough as it is. We just kind of want to escape to a world of anime waifus. I was going to say, <laughs> man marries women, woman in VR. That's exactly what I'm waiting for. Um, they're just... It, there's certain things that are going to happen, and they're going to be pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of actually reminds me. There was a, there was an actual news story. It turned out to be fake. It was like a PR campaign of some kind where some dude, I think it was in Korea, South Korea, he quote-unquote married the girl he was dating in the dating simulator, and they had an actual uh, ceremony with like his like PSP or something like that, and... He was like in a suit. There was a priest, and he was there holding it, and, and that was the picture. And that's the headline was like something along those lines. You said this was uh, fake, right? So. It, it, remember correctly, it turned out to be fake. At least I'm hoping to the love of God it was fake. Yeah, or else that guy just like needs to just like start over on life somehow. Just stop. He just needs to hit the reset button a couple of times, take out the cartridge, blow in it, and then put it back in, and then restart his life. But because that's that's insane. That's a little crazy, and I don't think anybody has gone that far yet. Um, VR would push it to that point, though. VR could push it to that point. AI is something that people are f- 
fucking around with. Did you see that Microsoft? Um, it turned into a Nazi and sex robot like in 24 hours. Yeah. So Microsoft put out this AI on Twitter that pulls from that has conversations with you, so you can tweet at it and it'll tweet back at you. But it pulls from what people are talking about and what people talk to it about, and then form that into. Oh, we're going to use these things that we've learned and see other people talking about and spit it out at other people and to, you know, tweets mm-hmm. that are just going out. But yeah, it turned into uh, into a Nazi racist uh, within like 24 hours. And there's like a fucking sex maniac too, apparently. Yeah. And it has a thing for feet or something like that. And like it's just like like it's kind of weird. That's like the perfect embodiment of the internet. And it is. And it's funny because I'm like... If this is where AI is going, I don't think we really have it to worry about Terminator anytime soon. <laughs> you know, yeah. if it's so easily swayed by kids yelling, Hitler racist, did nothing wrong, racist sexual things at it, and it takes that and becomes that, I think we're going to be fine. I mean, like you gotta admit, like like how many people got together and were like, let's fuck with this thing, super fucking. Hard. I don't even think it was like a coordinated effort i think everybody was just kind of like had the same idea just yeah like everyone just, just like kinda, i'm gonna fuck with this thing yeah that's what i feel like it was i'm pretty sure like i'm guaranteeing you i'm honestly guaranteeing you like most of it was like hitler did nothing wrong like tweets over and over and over again not from the same person just like from a million other people Multiple thinking they were yeah. funny and then like and then also from the exact same amount of people going like i want to see your feet and you know you know pictures of feet please and then just like just people being dumb towards this ai one maybe just to be creepy but more than likely to fuck with it yeah i mean like when you think about it because like when when you're like okay when you're like a, li- a little baby and you get something new like almost the the, the almost automatic response is to see if you can break it and, and that like p- people don't advance far beyond that as soon as you get something new you kind of want to go like i want to test the limits of this thing well that's always what you see with video games it's just like how can i break this exactly that's always one of the first thing people try to do is okay you're saying that this is a full role-playing experience let's see how far that goes and yeah. let's see if i want to find where the be- walls are yeah let's see if we can push it beyond that yeah i mean like in fable it was all like okay I'm going to see how many people I can have sex with. I want to see how many people I can marry. And then after everyone did all that, you know, and they married everyone in a town or something like that, then they just go, okay, I'm going to see if what, what else I can do. And people just kept going and going and going until someone discovers every facet of every video game. Yeah. People are still trying to do that with Skyrim and people haven't finished Skyrim yet. And yeah. So, um, another thing, another AI thing, since we were talking about that, apparently there was a, uh, Japanese version of the same thing and that Japanese AI totally turned into an otaku which is <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, like a Japanese nerd yeah essentially so it's just, it just so quickly within like that same time span just turned into a total nerd it's like once again a perfect encapsulment of the internet and I just think it's so funny it's just like if if AI is going to pull its information from the internet, 
we don't have to worry about AI taking over anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, like, just, just imagine, like, the, like because okay, so apparently they're still going to push forward with yet another Terminator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? Yeah, I want this. I want the new evil Terminator to be like this Japanese AI and like this Microsoft AI <laughs> teaming up to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just a racist nerd. Just a racist r- Japanese nerd. Racist Japanese nerd with like tentacles and shit and. Always wanting to show feet. <laughs> it's like just walks around with all with like high heels, like like strapless high heels and shit, and then like the little Hitler stash. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it, fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm it, AI is just funny to me. Uh, I just. I don't think we're at a place with technology yet where we can fully make it happen no. and have it be realistic. Like it's going to be a while before we get to X Machina level A slash Blade Runner, yeah, kind of stuff. It's going to be a little before we have replicants, yeah. But I'm looking forward to the day we get replicants. Eh, whatever. I don't know. I just kind of like it because okay. So like, like Blade Runner is just such a weird vision of the future because it's just like huge towers in That's LA so that I block always, out the sun. I always just think about even if you go back as far as like the 80s or 90s when they look at the visions of the future the one thing that they always get wrong is the cityscape Mm -hmm. i'm like do you guys really think we have the time and money to tear down these buildings and rebuild them again or like rebuild on top of them and make them structurally fit to where they can stand like thousands of feet in the air because that's exactly what blade runner is just it's like this the buildings are so tall they block out the sun from the inner city and it's just like constantly dark and rainy and apparently also in the movie in the future uh japanese spanish english all languages like and then like something else got like all mixed together and in into one language and it sounds weird as fuck yeah and then like daryl hannah's a replicant like she doesn't look ugly as shit in it so it's like it'll be a while before that happens before that happens before we get like good looking daryl hannah replicants you know it'll just be it'll just be a while before we get any kind of robot even ai or not that doesn't skeeve us out (laughs) you know there's always going to be that uncanny valley okay so like because like okay so like the, the first thing they're going to, like, make robots for, for the most part, is either military application or it's going to be ones you can fuck. And sometimes people are so desperate that they will make things to have sex with. And they will make homemade, like, love dolls and shit. So, like, I'm wondering if that, when that becomes the norm... Who like what you know like you know engineering cybernetic engineering guys gonna be so hard up or like and like or some dude working in his tool shed is just gonna make one for himself. Even if he does make one for himself, I think because those things exist now. Like they have like higher end like sex robots that do exist, but you like and some that will even like have 
mild conversation with you. I did not know that, and that's just fucking creepy. We're talking, one, super expensive, and two, like, you see them, like, talking, and there's just this weird disconnect where, like, it's just that uncanny valley thing where it's, like, something about it doesn't look right, and it's maybe the way it's, like, moving or acting, um, just something doesn't feel human about it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, they say that humans have, like, all these kind of like hundreds of like micro like expressions that are happening on your face at any mm-hmm. given time. And if you're looking at someone having a conversation with them, you probably don't notice it, but I'm sure part of your brain notices it. And maybe if you're looking at like an AI or like a weird robot and it's just humanoid robot that, yeah, that isn't doing that. It, kind of turns your brain off Definitely or still just kind of creepy looking disconnected eyes you know i don't know uh, it'll be it'll be a good long while before we have like replicant level ai yeah it's just weird because I, I mean like like, well, like we're like fastly approaching like the age of like that people in the 80s thought you know 2019 would look like or whatever because like, yeah. in in the movie blade runner it's like it's 2019 in that movie and people listen up you guys we still have like three years to get uh get flying cars uh we gotta get replicants nexus nexuses one through six uh so you know get get on it everybody but um, even then um Blade Runner is based on do Android Dream of Electric Sheep. Yeah. Uh, Philip K. Dick, right? I think so. Uh, um, I believe that's his name. But um, he wrote that book in the 60s. Yeah. So, I mean, even the source material is a little older than the 80s. Mm-hmm. But we're fast approaching that. And I mean,. We'd be a little closer to what Blade Runner looks if it was going to happen. Yeah, I guess so. So, because I mean, like our phones in and of themselves, like no one thought like touch screens would be anywhere except for like you know nowhere because like no one had touch screen. Yeah, and I mean like we we saw it in movies, we saw it in like in like Jurassic Park. But even then, it was just a regular LED, like a regular, like you know, tube television screen, you know, with all just the used to kind of like move a plot along where you could drag your finger along something and it would like it'll move with you. Yeah, some some bullshit like that. So like it's just kind of like you know, like we're we're so far into the future that we don't really think about it, and, but not far that, enough like, to really like um, TV shows and movies influence. Um, our technology and people wanting to make things like yeah probably like do you think the person who invented a touchscreen uh read a book or something that was like oh and he like waved his hand across like you know this book and it like changed pages or something probably i mean like, it wouldn't surprise me because like uh so uh, kind of to kind of go along with that whole idea like you know like it, popular culture influencing things we have now which is definitely you know a thing that happens right it's just that it like um so when uh 
like James Bond, like the 007 movies were being made back in the 60s and stuff. Yeah. And then not only that, but also Get Smart, um, which was kind of like a parody of like those spy right. movies. They were just like, especially Get Smart too. They were just kind of thinking like, okay, we're going to come up with some weird, some goofy, wacky, ridiculous, shit. wacky shit that no one would ever think of to use or be practical in any possible way. And then the CIA contacted like, uh, you know, uh, spelling and it was all like, Hey, uh, where the fuck are you getting your information from? Because these are things we're actually working on Yeah. because, and it's just like, like a shoe phone. People were actually working on like a shoe phone or something like that. And then even like James Bond stuff, they were actually working on practical, you know, uh, you know, things like, you know, hidden grenades and all that other fun shit. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, so it, it, like a lot of times, like, like I'm pretty sure a lot of that technology is already in development before it reaches any kind of like consciousness to someone to put it into a TV show or a movie. Right. But also, I mean, like to kind of think of weird, like, you know, you know, like futuristic sci-fi stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, like look at the hoverboards for fuck's sake. I mean, not like those like stupid ass two wheel things you stand on, like right, that, right, right. the actual hoverboard that Lexus kind of came out with. That runs on like a uh, you know liquid nitrogen or whatever. I mean, like that. That's all because like uh, the whole like you know uh, back, to, back, the back to the future yeah. day thing and shit. And now you have to ha- hardly hear anything of it, but they're still developing it. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. I wonder how long it is until I get my fucking lightsaber. You're never gonna get a lightsaber, Johnny. Just a lightsaber, like not even like a full saber. It can just be like a lightsaber knife so I can carve the Thanksgiving dinner with a lightsaber knife. How long will that be? Until they make a lightsaber fork. That way it doesn't just slice through your fork. Because you need something to fucking hold the thing down and still cut it with. No. Probably. I'll just go zoom, 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 zoom. I was like, I don't know. I want the leg, though. <laughs> Dibs on the leg. <laughs> but I'll cut it up. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Because, like, that in and of itself, that's literally science fiction at its best. You know, yeah. interstellar travel, light speed. We don't even know what the... It's like, we, we haven't, like, we think we know what the speed of light is. But as far as we know, it's a mystery. Yeah. You know, because at least, you know, to us normal human beings with, you know don't have like superior brains that can handle that information people who actually go to college for but like you know uh think as far as we're concerned it's a mystery how that shit works we're never gonna reach that point anytime soon yeah but i mean i wonder if you know the person who born he was born this year and they'll be the one to develop inter interspace travel. I wonder how much they'll be influenced by playing video games or watching movies or watching TV shows to pursue something like that. They're going to be too busy dating their anime waifus in, That's true. in VR to do any of that, Johnny. Yeah, I mean, who needs anything when we have VR, right? Exactly. You can just put on the it's VR helmet the real and then world. go to different planets. Exactly. It's better than the real world. It was like, like why, it's like, why be in the real world when you can just go into VR and you can, like, be in space where you don't have to worry about that? You're already in space. 
yeah. are either. I'm just wondering, you know, how, that, how those things are going to end up affecting the future, how VR is going to end up affecting the future. This kind of brings us back around to the topic we brought up in the first place. Um, Sex dolls. But I, want, <laughs> but I wonder if VR will affect things like that in the future. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of good uses for VR. Um, I'm sure something like surgery is going to be possible for a surgeon in New York to perform surgery on someone in Los Angeles via VR. Yeah. You know, he's seen that as a possibility. Obviously, you won't be able to do that with the Oculus Rift. He's, he's just going to treat it like some video game, and then he's going to go like, fucking lag, and he's just going to rage quit <laughs> in the middle of the fucking, in the middle of the surgery. Yeah, that could be a problem. Um, but, you know, it's stuff like that uh, coming in the future. Uh, obviously, those are the good uses of VR, but it makes me wonder if... Um, VR will affect that generation of kids that's going to grow up with VR. I mean, so the PSVR has a says no one under the age of 12 can use it. Mm -hmm. Understandable, uh, you know, brain development things. And obviously you don't want a 11 year old to put on a VR helmet and think that that VR world that they're in is real life or something, you know? Um, and not be able to distinguish the line between reality and virtual reality. Yeah, and people were kind of doing that with like Second Life too, you know, like that uh, MMO. Yeah, that it's just kind of like people were literally building a whole other life there and neglecting their real life. It borderlines on obsession. Yeah, or at least is an obsession. And you just kind of think like, okay, guys, you, like maybe maybe we should just dial it back with all this stuff. Like redo, like I mean, like like fun, like adding functionality and stuff is cool. But maybe you should just kind of like dial it back and just keep it, you know, controller based. Yeah, that way people don't get incredibly sucked in. I mean, like people got sucked in with you know like Fallout Four and shit. Now, really, with a lot of games, there's a lot of games where you get kind of sucked in. Um, but you do have to be able to distinguish that line between reality and whatever alternate reality that you're kind of in. But on top of that, you also have to be able to prioritize things in real life as opposed to things in a virtual world or a virtual state. I don't know. The whole thing is fucking bonkers, dude. I don't know. I, I stayed up all night one night playing... Uh, playing minecraft and vr minecraft is just a recipe for death yeah like because like you're gonna your people will probably because like okay you and me have played minecraft from like what like hours on it five five in the afternoon to about five in the morning about 12 hours yeah imagine someone doing that but they have a vr headset on to where they can't see light they cannot see the light. It's like a fucking Vegas casino. You lose track of time. Yeah. And you just keep playing. You you don't have any sense of what you know if it's day or night, except for what's in the game. And then you take your you take your helmet off, 
and like you, it was like light when you first started playing and it's light when you take it off and you realize that you know two days have gone by yeah it's a little jarring i mean it's one of those things where vr is going to be very weird like imagine how pets are going to react to vr so often, you know, like, someone's you know, strap that shit to their to their dog. Not even that, but like you know, uh, having a dog that you look at a dog and dog makes eye contact with you, and you know, oh hey, dog knows you're there and paying attention to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now imagine if you're in a VR headset and you look over to your dog and your dog's just confused. Maybe it wants attention. Maybe it wants to go outside or something. But you can't tell because you've got this fucking goggles on, right? And don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I wonder how that's gonna how VR is gonna affect our day to day life with stuff like that. Yeah, you know. So, okay, I, I, okay, I just had a thought in my head. And now it's gone. With VR, that's gonna be worse because you're not have any thoughts at all. It's just gonna be a dystopian future. People hold up in their houses playing VR. <laughs> It'll turn to the Matrix where it's be like, okay, we'll let you stay at home and, you know, play your VR shit, but you got to be a human battery. What if pay your rent? this is actually virtual reality, like in the Matrix, and the people who are controlling us have just gone so far into the game that they're just generations deep? That's them. <laughs> That's stupid. Like, and it's just all cyclical. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Whatever. You, we can't really tell what's going on in life and what's not. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, virtual reality is going to be very weird. Um, I think the future is definitely still augmented reality. Having a pair of glasses on that okay. will let you... I don't know. Look things up on Google or well, Google Glass got canceled, didn't it? Yeah, well, maybe I don't know, but that doesn't mean other people aren't working on similar stuff. You know, um, I mean, Microsoft still has a Hololens they're working on, which you know, you've seen stuff about. That. Yeah, I saw it. And so their whole like Holodeck thing too. Yeah. Hey. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess the, I'm not sure if that would be safer though, because it was still it was still you know require the same amount of like weird time and dedication that a VR game would. So an augmented reality game would just kind of be just as weird or even weirder. Because I mean, like, I mean, like the fucking Google is doing this thing with uh, Nintendo with Pokemon. Right And uh, like Where you just Fucking like Go around you ca- Like in the real world And you're like Oh there's Pokemon nearby And then you bring up Your phone And the camera yeah. Scans the area And then it like Puts out like a 3D Model Model of Pokemon Or whatever And then you then Catch that little Some bitch But like At least like With that You Press the home button On your phone And then you put Your phone back In your pocket Well yeah But the same thing Could be done With augmented reality Where let's say If you're playing a game On essentially What is a pair of glasses You got some Nice new Warby Parker Style AR You know they're not Sponsoring us Um, We have no sponsors You know You could easily Do something where you do a motion with your hand or even something with your eyes where all of that is gone. Do you just, it's there one second and I can wipe across the front of my glasses and have everything 
disappear. So then it's just like I have a weird pair of glasses on. How, how, how weird would it be just you walking down the street and you're just like flailing your arms about, you know, like going like, nope, 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 nope. I want to you know, save this picture. I'm going to take this picture. Wink. And then you have to fucking wink in order to take a picture and you just start winking at people. And then people start punching you in the face. And, I'm just saying. But it's not augmented reality. This game of punch out is real. Mm. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even saying with, with walking in the middle of the street doing shit like that. I'm more just saying like around the house. Okay. Like let's say if you are playing a game on a augmented reality kind of headset or eye glasses or whatever. Um, I feel like that would be easier to stop and still look around. People are still moving around around you. So it, it'll be easier to kind of, I don't know. I imagine that's going to fuck up your dream super hardcore, though. <laughs> Both VR and augmented reality. I could definitely see that. Fuck I mean, your shit up real good. I mean, like, because, I mean, like, uh, like, a lot of stuff for Oculus we see right now is just a bunch of horror games. So, I mean, just imagine, like, how, like, terrifying your dreams are going to be after you play that shit one night. Because it's going to feel too real at that one yeah. point. And that's one of the concerns with uh, VR, right, is what's going to happen when it gets to that point to where it'll be difficult to tell the difference between reality and non-reality. Yeah. Especially with something like a horror game. Like, that, that would be fucking terrifying. I mean, like, it's bad enough you're being chased around by creepy dolls in the game, and then, like, you're gonna fucking spaz out as soon as you see, like, any kind of doll in real life. Even more than you would if you watch, like, a movie about creepy dolls. Yeah. Because in a movie, you can always be like, okay, it was a movie. It Your mind never leaves that mind state of, like, this is reality, and that's a movie. Yeah, it's because But it's apparently one of the things the with virtual reality, like, your brain has a problem recognizing the difference between the real world and the virtual world. Yeah, I think I think it's because you get rid of that like element of phys- of, of the physical yeah. almost cuz I mean like as you said like I mean I can watch horror movies all day on my TV it's cuz I see the TV. I know it's a movie that I put in and the brain recognizes that. But then you have the you, Oculus on. You put and on a pair of goggles headphones. and you like look around and you're looking around everywhere around you. And if you have like the like controllers, like the special hand controllers, you can move your hands mm-hmm. and your your brain is telling your hands to go up and you're looking your hand go up. So that kind of that's going to fuck with your brain exactly. to a point to where you're just like, OK, so this is reality. I'm expecting that to be like a movie plot point or something like that later down the line where like like someone starts spazzing out and they try and like take off the helmet, but it's not coming off. And then they just like, I don't know, like something horrible happens in some capacity. They get killed in the game and have a heart attack. They're freaking out because they're so scared or something. Um, Well, that just kind of it proves the point that the brain is so weird because you look at experience experiments people do with um, with people and they hold out their two hands and they touch they're touching one hand. Right. Mm-hmm. And they touch it, and then they have them put that whatever hand they were just touching 
in a box mm-hmm. and then they have a fake hand standing right next to their real hand they put a fake hand in and they touch that fake hand but your brain has a disconnect to where it thinks that's the real hand it's because you're seeing it exactly happen so your brain is filling in the missing information which is i think feeling. why vr is gonna be terrifying exactly especially with like horror games like some of the like tech demos that you've seen of horror games are just terrifying fuck i could i couldn't make it through um through condemned 2 i was like way too spazzed out by that game <laughs> i know imagine that game in vr no <laughs> just no. bums running at you like meth head bums just like all of a sudden like appearing behind you it's just it's like it is fucking horrifying that's terrifying. I just VR is going to be weird, man, for sure. I think I will probably end up getting a PSVR though. Yeah, come October because you do have a PS4 now. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully I don't get lost in that world. You will probably play, play hot to full boyfriend in <laughs> VR. Told you those dating simulators will fuck you up and get lost forever. Um, let's move on, Jerry. Let's talk about something else. Um, so a couple weeks ago, a little survey got leaked that Microsoft was sending around to certain people. And uh, in the survey, they asked whether these people like bought and played digital games or if they were still getting retail like disc copies mm-hmm. of games, um, whether they'd be more inclined to buy digital copies if they could uh, return them at some point, um, and get they in the survey they said a ten percent back of the value of the game, which is pretty low. But you know, if they'd be more willing to buy digital games if they could return them, if they'd be more willing to buy digital games if they can share them with friends. Um, Joe, you still buy um, physical copies for games for the most part, right? Yeah, I have a total of four, count them, four physical copies of games. A lot of the stuff uh, I get is, like, is the free downloadable stuff right? at the moment uh, just because I don't bother to move my fat ass out of my apartment to go buy video games at the yeah moment. and i think and then i have i have this weird disposition to digital at the like two it's because uh i know myself and like after i play a game and i feel like i've gotten through as much of it as i can right i'm probably not gonna really play it again so like i feel weird about buying a digital game because it's definitely not one i can't get rid of right and have and then just have that space there because I feel like uh, like if I get rid of that digital copy that I just you know that you know I bought and already played through it's been like you know a couple months since I touched it or it's been like six months a year since I touched it I'm gonna think like okay well you know what I'm probably just not gonna play this anymore but then I'm not gonna probably I'm probably not gonna delete it because it's like then I'm just like I'm not gonna it's just gonna be gone forever you know, just 100% gone forever. I'm not going to have it ever again. Mm. 
kind, kind, kind of idea to it, I guess. I have totally embraced the digital future. I think yeah, pretty much every game I have is a digital copy of a game. Johnny's new girlfriend's name is Himiko. She is a downloadable DLC character for <laughs> um, for this dating sim. I just prefer it. It's so much easier to not have to worry about having a shitload of physical copies of games and not and saving on space really mm-hmm. it's you know it's kind of a big deal um so i i don't know i prefer a digital future mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people might argue that if you buy a digital game you don't actually own the game you're just owning the rights to play the game mm-hmm. right to whereas where you have physical copies 15 years from now you'll be able to dust off an Xbox One and stick the game in there and and play play it. Where... Hopefully. Unless I have that thing saved somewhere, Mm -hmm. I probably won't be able to download it in the future. Yeah. You know? And that's one of the arguments for it, sure. I think that maybe that's what I was trying to get at at before, but I can't be certain. I'm too stupid to really realize that. You know, it's a a genuine concern. I understand it. Um, But then again, I think about it, and I'm like, uh, the Division isn't going to be a rare collector's game that I can sell for $200 in the future anyways. So. Exactly. Why do I care? If, in, if I can't play it in 10 years, it's fine. Their Division fucking 5 is probably already going to be out mm-hmm. by then. So, yeah, you know, whatever. And as far as returning it goes, I feel like returning games, there's a lot of games that I hold on to just because... Uh, you look at the value at a place like GameStop, and it's like, okay, I don't play Bioshock Infinite anymore. Maybe yeah. I'll uh, sell my copy of Bioshock Infinite to GameStop, and GameStop's like, I'll give you a dollar and fifty cents for it. And so that I'm like, for a dollar and fifty cents, I'd rather keep the game than sell it. You know? I didn't get a Snickers bar for that. Yeah, but I, I <laughs> it's I, essentially I, saying, here's my game that I pay sixty bucks for. I want a Snickers bar. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's to me, it's not worth it. You know, whatever amount that I can usually get for a video game isn't enough to warrant me selling it. I don't it. know. Snickers are packed with peanuts. Just packed. Not worth it. With peanuts. Not worth and it. And caramel. Not worth and it. And nougat. All covered in chocolate. You're making me want a Snickers bar. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, so, yeah, what do you think, Joe? Do you think uh, if. If Microsoft was like, oh, you can return your games after you're done with them, mm-hmm. um, would you be more willing to buy digitally? Mm. Or if, let's say... If the price was right for returning them, like... Uh... Yeah, because I think 20% or 10% is kind of garbage. It's like, oh, paying $60 for a game and getting $6 it, back. It's, it's, seems. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty much going going like, okay, you know, here's 6 bucks back, and it's essentially saying you buy 10 games, you get one for free. I mean, like, yeah. make the deal a little bit better than that. And you know? buy 10 games and sell all those games back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, the, 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 I think that number's a little low, but I think a kind of way to return those digital games or to return or to you know trade them in mm-hmm. i think is an important part of the digital future yeah i think it's just been so ingrained in 
gamers' minds and how video games are played that I think it's really important that yeah. some kind of system get put into play. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever think physical media, for the most part, is ever going to go away. Because like, I like a service like Gamefly to where, you know it's cheap i can just get a game in like every couple weeks and play it all the way through right. and then just send it back and just you know uh you know wipe it from my from my hard drive you know and that's not a big deal same with like the, the free stuff too i mean like I, I played through assassin's um assassin's creed black flag yeah i'm i'll get rid of it in a heartbeat too because i got it for free and i played through it yeah. already so yeah it's just kind of a. Like the price has to be right, right? I guess, and I do like the idea of not having like physical disc games because I mean, like, like as I said, I like physical media. I like having like hold my movies. I like have my records and my CDs. But for some reason, games, I'm not like attached to like with games. I'm always games. just like I don't want to have to get up and change and the change disc. the disc. And and do all this. It's like I'd rather just have my disc drive open. If I want to watch a movie, I can grab a Blu-ray, pop it in, and you know, mm-hmm. have that be done. I don't have to worry about. Oh, I was playing this game, so I got to pop the disc out, put the Blu-ray in, find the appropriate box for this disc because I'm one of those people. Yeah. And then when I'm done, well, if anyone have doesn't to do that, out. you deserve to be punched in the face repeatedly. Yeah, it's just you know, it's one of those things where, for me, as much as it is. Um, I prefer digitally doing things. I just, I like the convenience of it. Um, as far as like playing games when they come out, it's easy to download a game onto your console and wait till that clock hits nine o'clock and then just start playing your game. Yeah. As opposed to that old formula of like, Oh, we've got to wait till midnight or mm-hmm. wait until the next day. You know? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I've already got enough anticipation for playing this game. I'd rather just, start playing it as soon as I can instead of having to wait until midnight and then having to go home and then with this new age of consoles having to wait for it to download from the disc you know yeah to be able to play it so yeah I think the future is digital Joey okay so trading your shit go digital bro nah bro nah do it you you make me do it um Final thing, Joey, that we can talk about, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, so I don't know if you saw any pictures of this, um, but uh, there was some uh, quote-unquote NX controllers floating around the internet. Uh, yeah. Pictures of the fabled what the NX is going to be, and you know what it is. Uh, people put out some fake leak shots of what it is, and. The internet went crazy, as they are right to do in the situation, mm-hmm. because it's, it was real dumb. That Microsoft AI just bazzed out. Mm. Um, but no, with this controller, so uh, it, it's really bothering me that Nintendo's not coming out and being like, yeah, that's not real. <laughs> you know, but, but they came out and they were fake. Um, like I said, my one main problem with this is why didn't Nintendo come out and be like, that's not what the controller looks like. I understand you're probably trying to wait until E3 to show it off. Yeah. But if it does end up looking like that, I'm going to be so upset. It's like, so like, so, okay, for, it's just pretty much for people who haven't seen it too. It's a smartphone, essentially turned yeah. on its side. 
slightly more ovally. It's a screen. It's an oval screen essentially, and like, it's just supposed to be like that. And then like the screen is supposed to be a touchpad for like buttons and directional pad, yeah. and, along with playing the game on the thing. So it just it seems like such a stupid idea. Yeah, it, it is a stupid idea. Maybe they were just hoping people would be smart enough to realize that's not the real thing, but also people are stupid. And that, and I think uh, Nintendo fans and people looking forward to the NX are just so starved for information. I mean, they latch onto anything. They announced this thing. Well, they didn't really quote unquote announce it, but they announced Codename NX almost a year ago. Yeah, even more than a year ago because um, they were like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to wait until next E3." Uh, and they said that right uh, before E3 last year. Mm-hmm. They're like, you have to wait till next E3 to hear anything else about it. So to even say that, oh, we're working on something new and then say nothing about it seems kind of fucked up. Yeah. So the everybody's just kind of starved for information at this point, waiting for any scrap of news that might be coming out. Um, like uh, there was rumor, there was a um, Japanese magazine that um, and they weren't just like some like Japanese tabloid or anything. They're like a Japanese business magazine that said that the that Nintendo has stopped production or will be stopping production real soon of the Wii U, mm-hmm. and. That just stated for about a week, and then Nintendo was like, oh, no, we're still working on the Wii U. We're still, like, you know, producing more units. Um, and this is essentially the same magazine. The, the, the reason the magazine had for this is um, a lot of the people who uh, make the parts for the Wii U have stopped production of certain parts. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Why would they continue to make a Wii U? They weren't really all that successful. Yeah. And if they have a new console that could be coming out this, uh, this year, it would make sense that they would want to try and push production as high as they can for this new console. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. This whole thing's a whole bunch of hubble. So what if like Nintendo is just like like oh man we just leaked these photos people are gonna be so excited by this cool new design we made and then the and then everything just starts rolling like oh my god what the fuck are we gonna do? At we, this we point, I, super hard. At, yeah, at this point, it would be too late for them to really do anything. Yeah, I really doubt them. I, I if if the NX is already in production, has been sent out to studios to start making games with like you know like a prototype NX, um, and they, if they were given a controller like this, there's no way they can go back and be like, all right. You're going to change your game to now not be on this controller. We're going to have to call these units that we're already producing and the millions of units we've already yeah. produced. So, you know, if that's the case, if it actually is, it's not. But if it were something like that, or if they do have this kind of controller and they haven't said anything about it because they saw all the backlash to it. Um, 
I just, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility, though, because, I mean, like, there, there are certain times, like, where a lot of companies leak their own information, quote-unquote leak their own information. Yeah. And just so that way people, they can get, like, a, like feedback without it costing them any money. Yeah. You know, without any, like, PR, without any, you know, tech demo, without anything else, just an honest, like, almost an honest internet reaction to, uh, to what could possibly be coming. I mean, like, I, like... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Apple did the same thing with a couple iPhones. Yeah. Like they, they quote unquote leaked specs of it. And They're like, just, Oh no, all my iPhones are falling out. It's like, Oh man, I sure hope I don't lose these iPhones that are just dangling out of my back pocket. You know, it's yeah. so, I don't know. I mean, granted though, I'm pretty sure this is not the case, but what if it was, if it was, I'm going to cry. I'll probably still get uh, an so NX biased. because more than likely uh, the new Zelda game is going to be on the NX <laughs> and will probably be better on the NX than on the Wii U. Yeah. So I'm going to have to even if I don't want to. But I'll be very disappointed. I just I can't wrap my mind around having essentially what is a smartphone controller. Because I've downloaded emulators on my phone and had the like on-screen buttons, and it's just frustrating. So often, um, you know, I'm in the middle of the action and I'm pressing on the touchscreen, and I miss the button I'm trying to hit, yeah. or you know, accidentally my thumb will slide from the right on the D-pad and go up. Yeah, and in something where you're trying to be accurate yeah it, it kind of takes away from that yeah and if you're fat like us your palms are sweaty mom's spaghetti mom's spaghetti <laughs> is delicious my mom actually makes really good spaghetti dude I, I like spaghetti is one of those comfort foods for me wherever i have like a day off i tend to Make some spaghetti. Fucking just boil up some noodles. Takes like ten minutes to boil up some noodles. Get them nice and al dente. And they get uh, they get really easy sauce to make. Some crushed tomato. Some um, some uh, Italian sausage. A little bit of cilantro. Well, maybe not cilantro. Even if you're lazy as fuck, just buy a bottle of ragu and just fucking dump that some bitch in and make some meatballs. Yep, so good. Ugh, and second day pasta. Oh my god, it gets my dick so hard. That's probably not a good thing. Oh, you should probably see a doctor if that's the case. So, yeah, I think it's the protein or like the carbohydrates reacting. It's just so like bam, just there in your face. Mm. All right. Well, now that Joey started talking about his dick, I think we need to get out of here. I wanted to talk about spaghetti a little bit more, but okay. When 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 you get out of hand and start talking about how how hard second day pasta makes your dick, I think it's it's. Well, you cannot that deny that second day pasta is better than just fresh pasta. Mm. Eh, you know it to be true. It's about the same. Dude, come on. When you let that stuff sit and settle just for a little bit longer, after it's cooked, it tastes I tend so much to, I better. I tend to cold wash my noodles anyways, so after I cook them, I tend to run them under cold water and get well, them nice and cold. Well, yeah, because one, you don't want it to get all fucking mushy on you, but I'm talking about letting the sauce sit and not the noodles, the sauce. And it's all eh. about the sauce. At least if you treat yourself right and don't buy that nasty ass ragu shit. It's okay. Like, I mean, it's not like. 
I still prefer it fresh. It's too, it's too sweet. It's too sweet, the ragu sauce. I don't like it. Mm. Whatever. <laughs> to each their own. Um, Johnny, you're wrong. No, you're wrong, Jay. You're wrong. Because second day pasta is okay. <laughs> but I'll take fresh pasta over second day pasta. Okay, fresh pizza or day old pizza? Fresh pizza. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I definitely prefer fresh pizza to, um, to day old pizza. Um, oh, fine. I definitely. Like, cold pizza isn't bad. Right. I don't mind cold pizza. And I don't mind day-old pizza. I'm not saying that I wouldn't eat it. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But... I don't know. Sounds like you're saying that. But I would totally prefer... Um, fresh pizza. Yum. Especially if it's, like, toppings that I like to get. Like, bell peppers is something that never tastes good the next day. Because they never retain that same crunch. They kind of get like a weird softness to them. Mm-hmm. It's like the outside gets soft, and maybe the inside of it will still stay a little resistant. But it's so weird to bite into like a mushy bell pepper. So, okay, well, when you're eating the whole thing, though, how often do you notice that crunch in the bell pepper, though? All the time. Because that bell pepper gets cooked into the pizza, and it just comes out soft either way. No, it doesn't. Just think about like when you eat an onion on a pizza, like you can always feel that like like that little like resistance when you bite into it. I guess so. Yeah. So you're wrong. Dale pizza is best. You just not Dale pizza. <laughs> Dale pizza is not best. Dale pizza is okay. Fresh pizza is best. Fresh pasta is best. You're wrong all the time, Joey. When it comes to food. Okay. Fine. <laughs> You're always on the losing side of these things, Sherry. <laughs> Except for Hawaiian pizza. Somehow you you beat me out on Hawaiian pizza, but Hawaiian pizza is still nasty. <laughs> Ham on pizza, that's fine. Why would you put a fucking pineapple on it? Because you need that sweet with the salty. It's just the right level of sweet to combat the sodium in the ham and the cheese, and you know it. No. It just, it just, pineapple is, it just, it runs to that same problem with bell peppers. The consistency's not right when you bite into a pizza that has pineapple. It just goes. But you chew it enough, you ain't going to tell the difference no matter what. You are going to, you're going to tell the difference right away. No, you, no, you won't. Yes, you will. No, you won't. Joe, I think, um. Johnny, we went, we had this conversation like a week, like a week or two ago, and you still lost it then. I think we we are we know we're doing this podcast. I think we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get out of here, Jerry. I'm hungry. I need to go eat something. Golden bowl. Um. So, like I said last week, um. Recording is going to be a little tough for me uh, coming up here because uh, in the middle of moving and, you know, that'll take priority over this podcast. So we might go uh, we might go AWOL for, I don't know, a week or two. We'll take a break. Yeah. Um, we've actually been doing this fairly consistently for a year now because actually our Squarespace, Squarespace dues are up, I think, in like the next couple weeks. 
Uh, but yeah, for about a year now, we've been doing this. So um, by the time probably that we can get around and record next, mm-hmm. um, we will have hit that one year mark. So pretty exciting. Dude. And we're on episode what now? This is going to be 44. Um, but we did have like a half episode in there where we didn't number it and we have kind of missed a week or two here. Yeah. Um, but other than that, fairly consistently. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, um, this is the only consistent things in our lives. Yeah. So let us know that you're out there let us know that we're not wasting our lives doing this. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, um, Leave a comment on the website. Um, send us an email at in the menus podcast at gmail.com. Um, but uh, until then, or until we get back, um, just kind of keep an eye on the website. Um, by the time this goes up, hopefully, we'll have our um, recommendation, our weekly recommendation post. I don't know what we're going to call it yet. We should kind of brainstorm that. Or essentially our picks of the week. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I've had some ideas of what we can do with that, but we'll see where that goes. Um, but by the time this goes up, the, we I want to have that going already. Yeah. It'll just be kind of be a weekly post where we'll recommend something to you, whether it be music, movies, video games. Um TV show, pretty much anything, right? Yeah. So um, keep an eye out on that. Um, just kind of keep an eye out on the page. That'll definitely continue to stay updated because that's least it's a little easier to do on uh, at home by myself, you know. So uh, until the next time we uh, until the next time we record something, we will uh, we'll see you guys later.